to our Reach Next Generation podcast. I'm Grace Jeffries and I'm thinking about my future. To help me with this, I'm speaking with successful women to get an understanding of the challenges they have faced throughout their careers, how they became them and what tips they have for girls of my age. Today my guest is Sharika Patel, who is the lead tailor of Lot 1 Made to Order at Levi Strauss and Co. Thanks for joining me today, Sharika. Can we start by you telling us all how your career took you to Levi's? Hi, Grace. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, Well, I've been with Levi's now for eight years, so that's a pretty long time. Um, And I actually studied bespoke tailoring, um, which is a lot to do with suiting and the craft of handcraft suiting in the UK, um, in England. Um, So I actually started my journey with tailoring there. and it's a long story, but I went into a lot of jobs before I got to Levi's and the job role here, um, doing loads of internships and small roles like that. And I actually met a lot of people on the way who then led me to when this job role came in into a position um, as a recommendation. So um, through the small jobs of working in costume, in tailoring, this was a new position that came up um, because it was a fairly new part of Levi's. Uh, So once it was one year old, I was invited for an interview for this new lead tailor role. And I've been in that role for the eight years and I've actually been able to grow with the actual program. So this program starting nine years ago, I've been able to grow with it and actually stay in the same role, but grow as the business grow, grew. Well, your career seems like it could have been quite interesting. Yeah, it's it very interesting. Have, it, it must have been quite, quite nice to have your colleagues recommend you for that job. Yeah, it, it was a like a really uplifting um, yeah. for my skills. So yeah, that was a really good thing for me to be able to go forward with that. When you were at school, did you know that you wanted to be a tailor or did you want to be something else? I didn't know. I think it took me a long time to really decide what I wanted to do. I actually thought I wanted to be an architect. Um, I think there was even a point I thought I wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> but um, I actually didn't start off studying this path until quite a lot later um, when I went and did my A-levels I I actually studied psychology law and sociology oh. so it wasn't in the path of this and I I realized that it wasn't what I wanted to do so I took two years out and then went on to figure out or by doing some small courses that I wanted to do more in making clothes. So that's how it started. Well, what interested you about clothing? Um, What really started the fire that made you want to be a tailor? So I have had a bit of, my mum used to be a seamstress or she used to dabble in seamstressing. So it was always around me, but it was never an idea that I would go into that and what really started that flame was I did a small course um, to make a dress that was I, I think it was in North London and it was only like a six-week course and I did it every evening for maybe six weeks and it just it gave me 
the a little bit of skill and it just started a passion in me to start mm. making stuff and then it just get, led me to then studying more yeah well I know you went to the University of the Arts but how important do you actually think it is to go to university I think it's very dependent on what you want to do I think I could have gone in many directions with tailoring I could have done an apprenticeship I could have studied but what university gave to me as a personal individual is it gave me um, growth in my myself yes Um, whereas some people actually know what they want to do and have a clear direction I think I needed more hand-holding so university was perfect for me Um, I know many people who didn't go to university and did an apprenticeship in my industry. And I think it completely depends on what you're looking to do and, you know, where where your skills lie at that time, because it's it's so different for every individual. Well, have you had any mentors or have there been anyone that you particularly admired? Um, I have a lot of strong women in my life, which is really good Um, growing up. um, My mum, for one, was very, very hardworking. So her working ethic ethic was like um, what I took on. Mm -hmm. Um, And then my sister and also my colleague, Lizzie, or Elizabeth Radcliffe, who's the master tailor of our team, they are both really strong women to me who actually are my mentors as well because of how they approach work but also how they approach um personal life as well and the balance of that especially as a woman so they're my two mentors um I can I learn everything from them every day I'm learning new things (laughs) (laughs) that must make your job quite exciting I guess yeah it definitely does um just all the um like having that relationship with other people in the industry and especially like elizabeth um really like pushes you to do more and to keep going yeah well there's a lot of talk about pay equality generally how well do you think women are catching up with men's salaries and getting those top jobs in especially the fashion industry i think you know, the fashion industry and the creative world is, it's quite, you, there are a lot of women in those higher positions, but I still think there's a long way to go. Yeah. Because um, we're not quite geared, or like our society is not quite geared to really, really like make sure that, you know, they, everyone has the right to work and the right to like move up in those positions. Um I think there's, yeah, there's definitely a long way to go. But, you know, with the companies really in the fashion industry, it's it's they're working towards changing those things, but it all has to happen internally. So it, there's a lot more work, but I can see that even within Levi's itself, they are working with the, the staff to really um, talk mm-hmm. about where they can, what they can do and what, what they can do differently to really bring women up more yeah well i have to say we do have a little bit way to go but hopefully we we carry on to move forward yeah
Now, of course, during COVID, we were all at home. But how were you able to still tailor clothes? And what were the challenges that came with that? So, unfortunately, when COVID hit, um, we initially were going to start working from home, but it makes it quite difficult in the industry with all the machinery and stuff. So we were actually furloughed, which was a shame. Um, I was very lucky enough to have a bit of equipment at home, so I did spend a lot of time making stuff. And I even got the chance to sew some scrubs when a lot of people in the sewing industry were turning their skills to helping out um, the NHS and like sewing some scrubs there. That was really good. Um, Yeah, I didn't actually get to do that much actual work and with being on furlough. So I had to turn to doing other activities instead. (laughs) Well, even when you were on furlough, were there any hobbies other than sewing the scrubs that kept you occupied during that really long period of time? Yeah, it was really long, wasn't it? Um, I actually did a lot of DIY. So I renovated my kitchen, um, which was fun, but actually quite, (laughs) quite a big task. But (laughs) with all that time on my hands, I think it was a good choice to do that. So that was really fun. So that was the main thing I did. Yeah. Yeah. So Levi's has always been very vocal about creating a diverse and inclusive world. Do you think society has made any progress especially after the black lives matter campaign started um i think there is progress but it it is small i think yeah in the workplace there is a lot we have to learn um one big thing that i'm actually part of um with levi's is the um diversity equity inclusion um i guess um program where they have it's it's open to all staff but um something that they do is that they have talks every month between people who represent and i'm one of the representatives and we call ourselves jedis <laughs> um but um we go and we talk to other people within our employment in 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 levi's and you know talk about what we can do to change these things and that is a really important thing to have within companies to really start those changes with all diversity whether it's um you know the color of your skin to your disabilities or um you know being a woman um there it has to start within companies to then to start affecting how we are able to then go into society well after being at Levi's for eight years quite a long time what tips would you give girls when they start to think about their careers and their future or if they wanted to be a tailor or work in the fashion industry I think tips I have are do not rush yourself into a career unless you really are solidly do know what you want to do I think if you're going into tailoring and you're unsure of what part or fashion and you're unsure of what part of fashion you want to be in, then I think take some small courses. There are so many out there that can give you, like I did, that can give you an idea of if you are interested or not or if it's something you like. Um, So definitely do a lot of little either courses or even if you can get small, say, part-time jobs or internships you know obviously if you're quite young maybe it's not available to you 
But if you can get some work experience, you get a good idea of what it's like out there. So I think do that as much as possible. But also take your time. There's yeah. like 40 years of our career that we're going to be doing. So you can change and chop and change and stuff. And, it, you know, you've got a lot of time to do different things. Yeah. So the world is changing so much and super quickly. What do you think work for women might look like in 10 years' time and what do you hope it might be? So I think in 10 years' time, I guess I can only more so hope that there will be some changes to how we live. And I think in society there needs to be a shift in the way we think. Because if you imagine, you know, 40, 50 years back from now when the main job for a woman was worth work being a housewife mm. that is a full-time job in itself and yeah. in the future I want to see working life and the balance between home and working life being um, easier for everyone to be part of so that when women are in the workplace they're not um, disadvantaged if they wanted to have a family or if they um wanted anything else outside of that and I think that can put a lot of women back like say when they go on maternity and stuff it'd be really lovely to see and I think everyone can benefit from having a better working balance working and um, personal life balance um so it would be good to see that but ultimately it would be great to see more people more women in leadership um at the top running a few more things it'd be great to see Well, let's hope that does happen. It would be it would be really nice. Yeah, it would be. So obviously we have all been hit by COVID with things just beginning to feel normal again. And thank God it is. <laughs> but how have you had to deal with the COVID-19 issues, both personally and professionally? I think personally with COVID-19, I'm very lucky to have not been infected, affected any personal like by any personal loss but it meant that obviously for many people you couldn't see your family very much um through that time so the opening up has been very interesting I think mentally it really it has really um pushed me um to really discover a lot more things about myself um which you know ultimately and now at the end now that I'm coming towards the opening you learn more about yourself and um, your mental health Mm. Um, and coming out I think it is quite scary for a lot of people Um, but it's a good balance now between that I think working wise um, you know the furlough was the biggest thing and now we're back on track um because we can be in the office and we can be working um we're actually doing really well in actually in work (laughs) well that's good so is there one part of your job that interests you day to day when you come in to work one part of my job that interests me i think i'm very lucky to have a very like wholesome job um and a really 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 great team um I love um, making jeans and yeah. that's what I get to do every day. You know, we get to meet some really, really lovely clients as well. So the kind of like prospect of that, like, the, you know, the characters we get in every day is a really nice thing. Yeah. 
Well, I really enjoyed chatting with you today, Sharika. Thank you so, so much. And I'm sure everyone listening will now be thinking about some of the choices they're about to make in their careers. Thank you so much. Keep listening to the Reach Next Generation podcasts as I talk to many more brilliant women. For more information about us, visit reachnextgeneration.com. And thank you to Levi Strauss, Ideal Standard, Sage PLC and Haynes Watts for their fantastic support.